Sometimes, and for all the best reasons that we can give, we seek to overpower people who are in the same field that we are or doing a similar work to the one that we are so that we can come to predominate. And that's what the disciples come to Jesus about today. What do we make of our competitive rivals who aren't of our group, who nevertheless subscribe to the gospel and the message and seek to advance the kingdom of God? That's a real question, and it happens all the time. And in the church, frequently what happens is, what takes over is just the competitive rivalry and the search for domination and suppression. This happens all over the world through all sorts of walks of life and in all sorts of different circumstances. And it happens in the church in all sorts of unhelpful ways that dominate a pursuit of the gospel and its promotion in a way that leaves people impoverished because the thing that absorbs those proposing the gospel is the way in which they are competing with other people. Happens all the time. And what we've got to do, if we're not to be guilty of the same thing, is put it all to one side and see where and how is the kingdom of God being advanced by this particular way of our conducting ourselves. And it may well be that we reach the situation of saying these people are, in fact, causing trouble and putting an obstacle in the way of the spread of the gospel. Or we may turn around and say, no, it's really about our destructive self-delusion that puts an obstacle between these people and their deeper embrace of the gospel. That's the real question we need to ask and answer and to make sure that we are aligned not with the forces impeding the spread of the gospel, but with the forces expanding the spread of the gospel. That will then take us into the life of God, and God's life will take us over and take over the others that we're working with and seeking to serve. It will be that. It will be that expansion of the way that God is to be present to us that will see the achievement of what the Spirit is trying to do. And we shouldn't get in the way of that, because if we do, it would be better for a millstone to put about our necks and to be thrown into the sea. We don't want to do that. This Gospel also has something that we need to appreciate as a literary style. Cutting off hands, cutting out eyes, doing things like that. These are all exaggerations, and they're a well-known device among the rabbis to make a point by emphasising it through exaggeration. So if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off, things like that. It's a literary device to get us to focus on what it is that Jesus is teaching. And what Jesus is teaching is not self-mutilation, what he's teaching is the extreme significance of what we need to do to make this all work. And we need to be totally dedicated 
to seeing the expansion of the kingdom of God, the way in which God wants to be present to us, and therefore the way we should put to one side what we're into. So putting all our eyes, ears, hands, all of that to one side, so that the Lord may prevail. That's the aim of the exercise. That's the aim of what's happening in our lives. It's the aim of our Christian life. Union of Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.